everybody. Welcome back to episode seven of the new season of Budding Business. I'm Chase Gibson. I'm Michael Lukowski. And today we have a very special guest, uh, Mr. John Kennedy. Mr. Kennedy, how are you? Thank Good. you for being here. It's Appreciate a pleasure it. to be here. Thank you, guys. Yeah, no problem. Uh, so uh, Griffin Williams, unfortunately, he was supposed to be here, but he cannot make it today. So it's just Mr. Kennedy. Um, Mr. Kennedy, if you could just uh, introduce yourself and give a little bit of background uh, information, would be perfect. Yeah, sure. Um, John Kennedy. I developed a relationship with Tigers Inc. last year. Um, the Tigers Inc. reached out to us and told us that they were going to help market our business, and I couldn't be happier with the results that we've had. It's been a great relationship, and then this year I get to work with you guys as well, and that's been awesome. A um, little bit of background is I graduated in 2008 from Loveland, uh, graduated from University of Cincinnati, I uh, spent the next couple of years after college playing in the minor leagues. And then after that, I um, started the gym. And so here we are. Yeah. So, All right. Um, so you talk about the gym. Could you kind of explain what that is and how that kind of grew to be what it is? Yeah. So um, I suffered some back injuries, you know, when I was 17 and 18. And then I made it through my college career and I ended up having a few hernias. And so when I was trying to make my shot at the minor leagues, I got sent home with injuries and to bide my time, I became a personal trainer. And one of the guys I was training offered for me to open up my own gym as an investor. And so that's where 650 Fitness came in, which was the title of my first gym. It's 650 muscles in the body, so nobody forgets. But, you know, you'd go out in public and you'd meet people and they're like, hey, aren't you the guy that owns 360 Fitness or, <laughs> or 450? It was, it was never on point. So at that point, um, I knew I needed a rebrand. Um, I love the idea of having a bowl as the logo and then everybody always complimented us on having vibe as the, the feeling you get when you were in our gym. So vibe fitness was a good fit. Mm -hmm. Okay. Can you talk a little bit about the, uh, the bowl? You, you told us yeah. this before. Yeah, you told, you, no, you you we'll do a PG it. version. Uh, it was, <laughs> yeah. Um, we won't go into it much, but yeah, yeah, it's, it was a funny story. Yeah. So, um, this came from the battle of the Alamo and it's a big bowl and little bowl are staying on top of the hill. And at the bottom of the hill, there's a pasture of sheep. And the big bull or the little bull says, why don't we run down there and get one of those sheep real quick? And the big bull says, why don't we run down there and get them all? Or why don't we walk down there and get them all? So the reason behind the bull is just, you know, you walk down, you be patient, and you trust the process, and you can get everything you want versus small-minded thinking would be run down there and get one sheep when you can get them all if you take your time and be patient. And the same thing applies to fitness as well. So it takes time. It is a process. It never happens overnight. Yeah. But, you know, I think our business at this point has proven that it's it's a given. Mm -hmm. So talking about that process, uh, have you always known that fitness is something you wanted to do or like when you were younger? What, what was that like? Um, I would say athletics is always something I've always wanted to do. Um, I never had the knack to go play video games or sit inside and watch TV. Um, honestly, I never even liked watching sports on TV. It was just I would always rather be involved in playing sports, and I liked the process of working out and going through conditioning, even though it was hell. But I knew it was going to make me better in the long run. Um, I can tell you one of my favorite teachers and coaches was Phil Marshall, and he was from Loveland. And I always loved the way that he would give us conditioning because he wasn't only hard on us, but, like, he complimented us a lot when we did the right things. And so I always thought that was something I could take into my coaching career or into my fitness career as well. And my big vision is to have my own athletic facility with the gym included. But again, you got to trust the process and you got to take baby steps. 
So that was with me starting with 2,400 square feet, then 5,000, then 8,000 square feet. Now I'm in a 12,000 square foot facility. And I would say within two years, I'll have uh, about a 30,000 square foot facility that houses both athletics and a gym as well. So something for everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you talk about a little bit? Uh, you were on Ward's Corner before, right? And Correct. And you're on Love Madeira. Can you talk a little bit about that change? I mean, I know obviously you have stuff scheduled for the future and we'll, we'll discuss that, but the change to the... Yeah, right. So um, I believe everything happens for a reason. You know, the most important thing you can do is put your nose to the grindstone and just work as hard as you can and hope for the best. Uh, I was trying to buy the property on Ward's Corner, but somebody beat me to the punch. Therefore, I was being forced out. I just didn't know what that timeline was. Thankfully, I had connections with some of the guys down at Redline Athletics, uh, Mike Wagner, who you guys did an interview with, or um, the boys from Tigers, Inc. did an interview with him. And that's when our relationship started. And so we kind of figured out a way, how can we both be in this building, coexist at the same time, and both be profitable and run these businesses? And so far, so good as far as that's gone. And it's also given us the time to to grow, to get our blueprint for what we have coming next. Mm-hmm. And so Redline, that wasn't a part of the, wasn't really a part of Vibe before this change of location to Love Madeira? It, it wasn't. It actually, it's something I always wanted to do. Yeah. So like when I had reached out to Redline over a year ago, it was before Mike Wagner took over. And I had told him, hey guys, I want to be involved in, you know, speed and conditioning, uh, strength and conditioning for athletes. I was like, I would rather partner with somebody to help me, or if not, I'm just going to do it on my own, but you guys could be a catalyst to this happening. And for me, Mike has been that catalyst. Sure. Okay. Um, yeah, let's just get into, you, you talked about this. We had a whole meeting with the, the guys from Tigers Inc. and you and me and Michael, and you did you did talk about the future a little bit uh, of Vibe Fitness and moving to that location. I don't know how much of that you can actually disclose, but if you have, like, you, you share with us an idea if you want to share that with Sure. Um, so I'm trying to be a one-stop shop for the entire community. Yeah. Um, what that involves is not everybody needs a personal trainer. Not everybody needs a coach. So what I already offer now is just an open membership for anybody that wants to come to the gym. Um, <clears throat> something I would like to offer for all high school kids or younger kids that work out with their parents is we want to start programming. So when you guys come in, you don't have to necessarily wonder what it is that you're going to be doing. We'll help you guys figure out what it is you're doing by putting programs out there. And that involves, you know, a couple 85-inch TVs. Here's your workouts for the next two weeks. You get there, you read it, you know exactly what you're doing, and you can go to work. Um, You know, we want to be competitive with our personal training prices because, you know, fitness, it's when you've been doing it your whole life, it's easy. Or if you've been around parents that have taught you, it's easy. But it can be very intimidating to walk into these gyms and not everybody can afford personal training. So we're trying to figure out a way that's best where you can have a personal trainer with you at good prices. And then we want to do classes with, you know, the youth, which I would consider 14 and younger. That's basically all focused on body weight exercises, strength conditioning, speed and agility. And then on top of that, we're going to add golf simulators. Um, hopefully we're getting some tennis courts in there with pickleball and then one big giant bubble, sports bubble, that's about fifteen to 25,000 square feet. So if it needs to house an entire football practice, it can. Yeah. If it needs to house like two baseball teams or four baseball teams, we can. We're just trying to provide something Loveland really never has before. And I know why it hasn't, because it's not sustainable without the other side of the businesses, which I have now. But yeah. once you get it going, it's, it's, it's profitable, and it gives us areas to help uh, grow Loveland in other areas as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you already in your current location have a lot of Loveland students coming in, working out. So you say you 
I mean, we can have full like football practices. I mean, is that like leveling teams you would hope to bring in and do that sort of stuff with? Uh, for sure. I would like to think that I would give Loveland first come or. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess schools in general. Yeah. 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 I would like yeah. to give Loveland like a first right of refusal and then yeah. anybody in the area because it's not just I, I went to Loveland. So obviously my heart is here, but ultimately I want to I want to help all athletes because you guys will realize this looking back at how many good athletes did you guys grow up playing with that never made it to the next level just because they didn't have the right resources or the people to point them in that direction. And so that's something that I'm, I'm very passionate about providing. Mm-hmm. So when we, we talked a lot about kind of you building your business and it's, it's really crazy to hear how successful it's become from, I'm sorry, it started 2016, 2014. Um, in 2014, it was 2,400 square feet. Mm-hmm. I will say this. I worked for four years with three jobs and didn't make any money. Mm-hmm. I lived at mom and dad's house. So if I could do it over again, I would have got a job for two years, saved all my money, and then went and done it. But um, it, it kind of creates that backstory, and that's why it will always be my baby, and I'll take care of it. Mm-hmm. So focusing more on, like, like how you were able to – like, now that you have reached a lot of the potential you probably want, you're – I mean, it seems like you still have a lot more to do, but what's one thing that, like, you wish uh, – you've known earlier in life that would have kind of helped you a little bit better? Oh, man, that's a good question. Um, don't count your money before it's in your bank account because it always feels like there's a good promise coming your way. It always feels like people want to sign up. Everything sounds good. But if you put the cart before the horse or you start planning a little too early, it can come back and bite you in the butt. And uh, I've learned my lesson numerous times. Um Another thing is retention in any business is important. So if we meet for the first time, I want to make sure that my first impression is good, but also it has to be genuine because I want you with us long term versus just getting people through the door. So there are companies out there that all they want to do is get you through the door and then they don't care what happens after that. And for us, you know, we get you through the door. We want to take care of you for the rest of your life until you're ready to move on to something else. Mm -hmm. So I wish I would have known that a little bit sooner and I would have treated everybody with I want to say more respect or like more passion for what I did, but just understanding the business model as a 23 year old or 24 year old, however, what I was, but it's those growing pains that you go through. So whoever takes my place next, I can, I can describe all these things to them and hopefully set them on a good path. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So as vibe has expanded, I mean, I know these guys, uh, you can't really see them because we're doing a podcast, obviously, but uh, these two, Alex and Brady, they've interviewed uh, a bunch of your, your trainers, at Vibe Fitness, um, can you tell me uh, kind of what that was like? Obviously, you, you talked about partnering with Tigers Inc. at first, but I think it's called the Weekly Five. How has that impacted your, your business? Uh, the business is going bonkers right now. So, yeah. like, it, it's a good problem to have. Yeah. Where I remember I used to think, I hope I just get eight people to sign up this month. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was 12 last night in two hours. And then this morning, I couldn't tell you how many people have reached out it's a lot of the high school kids and what Tigers Inc has done for me. It's not just boys. It's not just athletes. It's, it's everybody. It's girls coming down there, all shapes and sizes. Um, I feel like vibe fitness with you guys and what you guys have done, it makes everybody feel comfortable to come in there and be themselves. And hopefully like we give the same feeling back. Obviously you guys know how I can shoot off pretty good and go not PG. So it kind of (laughs) lets everybody relax. Like, Hey, you're dealing with a human and not some corporate guy, but nonetheless, um, Tigers Inc. and doing those interviews has been huge. Um, 
again, one of our client or one of our trainers, Danny, you know, in the fitness industry, it can take a while to get to your 30, 40 hours a week because, you know, you start with one client. And last week alone, Danny picked up 12 hours, all, all high school age kids that can't, their parents came down there and like, Hey, we saw the interviews. We talked to other members here. We can't wait to get them started with Danny. So I, I could not appreciate what you guys do more, honestly. Mm-hmm. And I want to go back to that quote, business is going bonkers. Yeah. It's kind of funny. So how many members of Vibe currently have? Uh, around 400. Wow. Yeah. So after COVID, I lost 80% of my business, which is a ton. Um, I had a house in Newport. I sold that and I was like my last ditch effort to, to have the gym survive. And so for our first winter, we signed up 130 kids just in that winter. And then when you guys got let out of school and the college kids came back, it was another 70. And then since then, it's just been growing uh, a lot. So the goal is hopefully between 2,000 and 3,000 members. And uh, I want not like a mega facility, but like I want the nicest facility. And it's for you guys, not necessarily us. But what it helps me do is it helps us generate enough money where I can give a lot of people jobs. I can have more than just one or two receptionists. Uh, I can get nicer equipment. Um, I can start dumping that money into the community, such as like the parks, the baseball fields, the basketball courts, the same basketball courts I grew up on when I was five and six years old. You can hit a layup and twist your ankle and fall in a drain at the same time. So it's stuff like that, which um, where I plan on putting a lot of my money once once we get there. Yeah. Um, um, I was just. Sorry. Uh, uh, So we already talked about, you know, mega facility making, making those changes. Will the rate change for members as you move on? No, no, it doesn't. No, uh, I don't believe in that. You know, uh, I would say you guys are all members at the gym. You guys are the kind of people that have gotten me to where I got to where I'm going. Yeah. Uh, There's no reason for me to ask for more. Not from you guys. Mm -hmm. It's my job to provide for you guys. So I want to go back to what you kind of said about your members keep growing. And I left a vibe. I've been there since beginning of summer. So um, I've really noticed like how how much of a community it is there and like how like it seems like everyone just knows each other. One way or another, for sure. Yeah. 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 And how do you expect to or I mean, I'm sure you can, but it like. To keep that culture? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the uh, I think it's a great question. I, I believe it genuinely just starts with the people. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the you got the bigger box gyms and everybody's like, what are you going to do to compete with Crunch Fitness or Planet Fitness or Lifetime Fitness? And the truth be told, I could look at them every day and say, I want to repeat what they do. But that's that's not Loveland. That's not the community. You I'm know, it's like a part of that community. Yeah. And Loveland wants to be part of Loveland. Right. And if I franchise and, yeah, we become corporate mm-hmm. and everyone's like, well, then what? But I think Loveland would be proud to say Vibe Fitness that's around the country started right here in Loveland. Yep. You know, that's something for us to be happy about. And again, it's more jobs. It's creating a better atmosphere for everyone. And we get to decide who uses our name and who doesn't. You know, just yesterday I was coming home from Hickory Woods and it's like home of Matt Hamill right next to St. Columbus. And I always thought that would be really cool if somebody that I knew on a personal level besides Matt, like a business was like, hey, this is where this place started. Mm -hmm. But it was just a good symbol of how Loveland takes care of their own. And the gym grows organically. Like a Crunch Fitness opens up, it has 8,000 members within a year. You can't possibly get to know everyone like that. Yeah. And for us, when you come in, it's a, it's our job for the employees to to know who you are. I'm probably the worst. Yeah. So that's that's definitely my weakness. <laughs> I don't know the names. I just know the faces. No, that's, that's. But yeah, I hope to I hope to keep that community strong. But I don't I don't know how I'm going to do the culture. Just hopefully us just being us. Yeah. Yeah. It takes care of it itself. Yeah, I guess. And earlier you talked about with the, the logo story about uh, 
vibe is how people feel when, when they come to the gym. That's why yeah. they catch a vibe. Yeah. <laughs> when they come it's to always, the gym. dare I say, there's a good vibe. It's, there's a good vibe. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, and now people are starting to say, oh, yeah, you're vibing. We're vibing. They want t-shirts <laughs> that say, are you vibing yet or not? So that's what I've been looking for. I need, I need some vibe merch. I, I'm getting some. It's it's on me. It's my fault. <laughs> no, no, no rush. But um, we're gonna ask Chase. We're gonna ask a question. Oh, I was just well. I was yeah chiming in on that. Like with the culture, and now you even talked about like, catch vibe when you come into vibe, and mm-hmm. keeping that culture going, knowing everybody. I just think that's you know you can't get that with any other gym to be honest. Wow. So that's why vibe is so special. I mean, I know we are, everybody here in this room is a member of vibe. Yeah, we have so, we have Brady Steiner and Alex too in here. What's up, guys? How are we doing? Good. We're doing good. <laughs> Taking care of the cameras here. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, talking about them. How you talked about how your experience with Tigers think has been really good so far. How how's it been working with these two? Uh, they're awesome. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, like especially Alex's big smile and Brady and uh, Brady has a relationship with Mike that's already at Redline. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes I forget we have a meeting and they come in and I'm like, oh man, we have a meeting. And then it's like I'm super happy to talk to them. Yeah. And then the conversations are always great. Like I've, I've kind of said because of like social media, you start to watch, like you guys listen to gym boards, right? Yep. Uh, we hit on social media pretty hard in that podcast. And it was kind of like, you don't always get that eye contact from kids anymore. Mm-hmm. Or like they, they respect you, but not the same way that guys would have done like 10 years ago. And I feel like, you know, the social fabric from that has been changed a little bit, mm-hmm. not with Brady and Alex at all. They have no problem walking up to me when I'm training clients, shaking my hand and doing whatever they want to do. So, like, you can tell they're comfortable and, like, that makes me feel good. And then, like, the conversations have just went from there. So, I don't feel like I'm working with these guys. I feel like my friends are here and we got to get some stuff done. Yeah. And I know there's, like, a 12-year age gap, but nonetheless. (laughs) (laughs) Nonetheless. I mean, we're not drinking together. I'm just kidding. That's the goal of our organization. Tigers ain't there. Mm -hmm. A little little shout out. But um, that's that's – that's what we do. I mean, that's good that they've already, like, have those skills. That's, yeah. that's oh, and, like, another thing about Tigers Inc. with you guys, like, you guys take charge. Yeah. You know, it's you guys get stuff done. You don't bother me too much and, like, ask too many questions. It's like, hey, this is what we want to do. Do you have any recommendations? And then you guys just yeah. get it done. And I think that's very impressive. Yeah. So, for the people listening to this, I think you should know that about all these guys that I'm working with and talking to right now. It's uh, You guys are a good group of guys for sure. So were last year's guys. <laughs> who, who was it last year? Um, Evan and Ryan Chevalier. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Goofballs, man. Love them. Love them. Evan always gives me a big hug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, come on. No, doesn't matter how sweaty he is. It's uh, just, it's good to see you, man. <laughs> big yeah, he, he came in, visited our class, and like dapped up Mr. Bernard. It was so funny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm, I'm like shaking his hand, and he's like dapping up. It's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if we've I mean, I, I, I'm kind of interested if you have any, like, just kind of talking about your personal, like, fitness and exercise kind of, like, routine. Because, like, I mean, obviously you own a gym. People are probably going to want to follow what you're doing. So sure. Kinda, what's, what does that look like? What, what are some tips? As far as workouts, um, it, it, it really starts with how many days are you available and how much time do you have available. Mm-hmm. Um, it is very hard for me to work out at my own gym. It can take up to five hours, and I only work out for, like, maybe 30 minutes, uh, whether it's phone calls, emails, getting pulled one way or the other. But if I can just get an hour and 15 minutes of giving it 100%, then that's, like, a great day for me. So uh, some of my advice would be for the guys is and girls is when you are there to work out, cherish your time, 
Um, and the intensity has to be there. The intensity is what drives all workouts. And then as far as like sets and reps and stuff like that goes, uh, for good, for high school kids, I mean, between eight and 12 reps all the time, sometimes you can get down in the five, but I would wait till you're 16 or older, or if you're going through hormonal changes, then you got to listen to your body. But there's definitely better ways that everybody could be doing it. Um, you know, whatever exercise you can do where you lift the most weight. So it'd be like bench, deadlift, squat, right? Leg yeah. press. Those are the exercises you want to start your workout with. Yeah. And then eventually you want to end on the machines with all the accessories because those are your big power movements. And yeah. I've seen high school kids do it backwards where it's not as effective and you can kind of get hurt. But what I do love is that high school kids all the time, they come in and they work their butt off. But if they could just work smarter, yeah. then it'd be that, that much more effective. And right now that's kind of where our vision is of where we want to move going forward. So we st- we just got down to, you know, red line. So we still have a couple hiccups and things we're trying to iron out. Yeah. But ultimately we want to provide that programming for everybody involved. You know, why not? If people are going to be here, we might as well help them get the results. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, you talked about, uh, when we sat down, it was probably a week ago, uh, you brought up an interesting story about someone who lifts at Vibe, actually. I forget who's name, what his name is, but it's yeah. like some trainer who like used to train on a, like at the collegiate level for, I forget who it was. What's his name? I don't know. You like told us about something. I'm wondering this, but. Um, The Hall of Famer? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Al Vermeil. Al Vermeil. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, Al Vermeil, um, I cannot say enough about this guy. Uh, His his brother's Dick Vermeil. He just got inducted to the Hall of Fame for the Chicago Bears. That's how people know Al. It's through his brother. But what they don't know about Al Vermeil is he was one of the first to ever get inducted to the Strength and Conditioning Hall of Fame where he was with Nick Saban in Alabama. He had Michael Jordan for the six rings and the Bulls when they yep. won it. Uh, he was with Urban Meyer down in Florida. If you look this guy up, Alvaro Mill, his, his resume is like longer than any book I've ever read. Yeah. Um, and he was at the gym for about six months. His his daughter lives here in Loveland, and that's why he's here, because you he would think, you know, a guy like this, you think you would retire in Florida, California, or travel a little bit. Um, he's like 80 years old, and he comes yeah. in. He still rocks like push-ups. He'll oh, yeah. go do like sprints out in the grass. Uh, he's hitting that sled all the time. Yeah. And after like the first six months, he came up to me and he's like, you know, do you know who I am? And he told me. And then I looked him up and he goes, your guys' training is some of the best I've ever seen. And I love your gym. And it is – if you think of any role model in your life, imagine that confirmation coming from them. And I'm not saying he was like one of my biggest role models, but when you hear it from someone like him, yeah. like, hey, Super I like – respected. Yeah, like, I, yeah, I, hey, I like the That's way – Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I was just like, holy Fruit Loops. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Alvaro just told me my training's good. I was like, my training's good. You know, like, yeah. it's just, you just been waiting to hear it your whole life. Yeah. And finally, a guy like that tells you. And um, he just recently, him and I had a conversation about he wants to come down. He wants to train the trainers. He wants to give seminars. And he wants to endorse everything that we're doing and just say, you know, Alvaro says this is good. So you get someone like that and do it. It's, that says a lot about what you're, what you're building. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Uh, this, I think this is one of the last questions we have for you, for someone listening to this right now, how would they get connected with Vibe Fitness? And then from, from that point, can you talk about how, like, how would you start them working out? Like the basics, everything. Sure. Um, the easiest thing to do is just to go on our website. So vibefitnesslevel.com. Uh, you can find us on Facebook as well. There's messenger available. Uh, we typically respond within the hour, sometimes a lot sooner than that, but, the trainers are the one responding. Yeah. So it's either myself or marketing team or a couple of the other trainers. So if we have clients, then just give it a little bit of time. Um, 
for anybody interested, we do seven day trials for everybody. So basically you sign up and then you'll get charged on the eighth day, but you have seven, seven days to decide if you want to stay there or not. So we don't push the sales on anybody because if you don't want to be there, we don't want you there. Well, we want you there, but you get what I'm saying? (laughs) Like we don't want anybody to feel uncomfortable, be unhappy or anything like that. And um, anybody that signs up, they've always got one uh, personal training session for free. Um, it's a sixty dollars value, but if you don't know what you're doing, it'll just we'll just give you guidance around the machines. Like this is what this is for, and then we explain how it all works, and we can get you um, going in the right direction. Gotcha. And then, I mean, anything you want to shout out before we end it here? I mean, you already shouted out the website. I mean, you have an Instagram. I mean, anything people should know. Uh, no, I mean, my only advice for you guys is, you know, find what you're passionate about and do your passion until it makes you money. And that's how I think you'll get, um, happiness out of life. Yeah. So I got one. Uh, I think there's a Friendsgiving thing coming up. Oh yeah. 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 Thank you. Wow. Um, yeah. Friends get, yeah. Friendsgiving is open to the public. So all you got to do, if you come down to the gym and you sign up or you let us know, Hey, we want to come, you can bring as many people as you want, whether it's one person, 50 people, uh, everybody gets their first month at the gym for free. I think I'm going to say this right. I'm not the one that wrote this up, but I got to pay for a doors and maybe like a charcuterie board and then some like drinks. Uh, it's just something for people to like see the gym, meet the trainers, meet the people um, that are already members down there. And it's just our way of like trying to give back. So gotcha. yeah, anybody's welcome. All right. Well, thank you for, yeah. Coming on, and thank you to, to Alex for he bringing that up. Yeah, he knows, he knows what he's <laughs> but again, uh, thank you, Mr. Kenny, for coming yeah. on. Yeah. really appreciate it. it. And that is episode seven of Budding Business. Alrighty, and thank you for listening uh, to the Budding Business episode seven, with Mr. John Kennedy. Um, we're just gonna do. Uh, we're gonna start this. I think every episode, uh, just kind of doing our takeaways. You know, our, what we learn from from this podcast, and obviously our goal is to learn as much as possible with this. Get, get as many people on here as we can, as many leaders on here as we can uh, to show us not just soft skills, working business in the real world. And we'll, we'll now bring in uh, Michael Tukoski. Uh, if you could kind of, what did, what did you take away from that? Uh, I, I really felt his passion about everything that he did. And I think that's really important. Like, I'm not just with like, I mean, with lifting for sure. I mean, that's definitely a big part of this. Like yeah. if, if you don't love what you're doing while you're lifting, then it's just, you're not going to be putting in the right effort. And I think that's also true with life. I mean, if you don't, yeah. if you're not passionate about it, then you're not going to put in productive right. effort into it. If you, I mean, if you love, if you love your job, you're getting paid to do something you love every day, right? Yeah. You're, 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 you're making money off something you love to do. And I think that's, and that, that's, that's priceless. That's true. Mr. Kennedy. It is. I mean, he's, I mean, he, at the end he told us, you know, find your passion and make that passion work for you and make money off your passion. And, and that's one of the things we've talked about. I mean, passion, I feel like is it is an overused word, but I feel like in this case, it's pretty much the only word that can summarize what we just interviewed, what, what just happened uh, in that interview, because um, it was absolutely fantastic what I just heard from Mr. Kennedy and his, his passion for lifting and not just his passion for that, but his passion for life. In general. Yeah. And it's, that Bob Fitness is going to be a staple of Loveland for, for years, for years I mean, to come. Hearing all of like the plans, it's crazy. Like just going in there, you see the community. It's such a small, like local gym feel, which it is. Yeah. But then he has all these plans. And it's just like, it, it really did like surprise me so and, much. And yeah, we talked about the culture, right? The culture of vibe, the vibe of vibe. <laughs> um, but again, he compared it to right crunch 
you open a crunch, you got 8,000 people joining the first one. There's no way in hell you're going to be able to learn everybody's name. Yeah. And now you, you come here and you know everybody. And that, that, that changes things, certainly. And even, I think, in the new facility that he's going to be working on in the next couple of years, yeah. it's all the love and community, right? Mm-hmm. Not just You're not just going to see your friends there. You're going to make new ones. And I think that's what that's what's most important about that, to be honest. Yeah, I've had memberships at both Crunch and Vibe, and it's just, it's not the same. And it's really exciting to see where Vibe is going. All right. Is that all you got? That's episode seven, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much for listening.